Hi guys, welcome back to Latinas and Lattes. We're your host. I am Jess. And I'm Lola. And today our episode is going to talk about self-love and why it's so important. Um, since self-love is probably the most important part of Valentine's Day, I feel like you really need to just really love yourself first before you can, I guess, love anybody else. <laughs> so um, I think Paula and I have similar yet different opinions about self-love. So I don't know. What do you think self-love is? Um, well, to piggy off of your, um, that it's the first, you know, that it's important to love yourself first. Yes. And then it's, uh, it's the month of love, but I think love should be towards yourself first and foremost, number one, you're number one. And then, um, and then you attract that love. So self-love means to me is like, just having an appreciation for yourself, respecting yourself, um, being your authentic self, being able to not take anything personal and know that everybody be spiting their own demons and just, you know, just enjoy enjoying your own company and being able to go somewhere alone and be like, okay, like I, I like myself. Like I'm pretty dope. I'm pretty cool. Oh, honestly, some of the stuff you didn't mention was on my list too. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like being authentic is like number one for me. I feel like you really have to be you. Like, I think we've said this so many times throughout our podcast and I feel like people Mm -hmm. have really been like, oh, for real. Like, I don't think people really think that sometimes people suffer from imposter syndrome. (laughs) Like, like they try to fit in where there's a, where they feel like they need to fit in versus Mm -hmm. where they should fit in. Um, I feel like that's number one for me. I feel like also pouring into your own cup is super important. Like you can't expect other people to pour into your cup because sometimes you'll be disappointed because they don't. (laughs) Yeah. So you really have to feed yourself good things and tell yourself that you're worthy. I think knowing your self-worth, knowing, and I think obviously respect, like how you mentioned. Um, Yeah, I think those are like the key things to me. And I feel like you need to be okay with being alone too. Um, You really need to learn how to identify as an individual, especially when you're in a relationship. So yeah, yeah just being individual and like you can still be your person even if you have a person Mm -hmm. yeah they when you're your authentic self they're gonna love you no matter like they're gonna love you no matter what right so no matter how you um the things that you do it's like oh like it's just who she is you know like and I think that's an important thing is being with someone who doesn't care well obviously like not doesn't care, but more of just lets you be yourself and doesn't hold, you know, those, um, those weaknesses and strengths that you have within yourself, like hold them against you or anything like that. So I totally agree. And when you said pouring, you know, when you have to pour into your own cup, I definitely think it also involves of not removing from your own cup, right. Mm -hmm. Removing from your own cup to fill other people's cups. So I think that's really important as well too. Yeah. I feel like, I wanted to talk about how, what it means to like pour into your cup and then how you, so for me, I'm one of those people that like to pour into people who have empty cups, I feel like. And I'm one of those people that like, I have like this abundance of love that I always give to people. 
And sometimes it's not reciprocated and it's okay because I've learned to live with it because <laughs> it's like I've learned to not have an expectation of people. So it's come to the point where I'm just like, I don't expect you to do something for me just because I did it for you. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. I think you have to also, it's, it's it goes hand in hand with like boundaries. You can't allow people to take, take, take from you because then your cup will be empty. So mm -hmm. I feel like there, there has to be a boundary. You have to be like, hey, like, and look at the big picture. Like, is this person taking advantage of me or are they gen do they genuinely need me? You got to like differentiate the two. And I feel like when you pour into your cup, I feel like you need to do things that make you happy just because yeah. like your partner is not into this or your friends aren't into this or you know whoever you are hanging around with if you're single I feel like that shouldn't take away from who you are so like if you say like you know what I want to do yoga today and all your friends are like that's weird or I want to do I want to meditate I want to go to church just because they're not okay with it you shouldn't stop pouring into your cup those things that make you happy and make you feel fulfilled because yeah. that takes away from who you are. And even if you have to do it alone, I feel like it's super, it's good for you. You're nurturing yourself. Yeah. I think it's important to ro romanticize your life because that goes into, you know, the things that you're into or what you're wanting to do. Like, don't wait for people, like just do it yourself, especially for all you single people out there. I think it's so important to spend time alone and really get to know yourself because you'll realize, I think that that comes into a lot of self-reflection and, you know, you like work on your traits or you work on your toxic traits or your weaknesses. And I just, I don't know. I think that's really important. So I like that you said that. Yeah. What did you want to mention about self-love? Um, I honestly, I just feel I think it took me a really long time to get where I am. And I actually, funny enough, I was talking to my husband about it <clears throat> and he said, um, I, I talked about how I don't stress about other people's problems. And because when you stress about other people's problems, that's creating stress within yourself that you don't need. Like other people's problems are not your problems. You can't worry about what, this person's doing or what they're thinking of you or what they're saying about you. Right. Or what's going on in their life or what's going on there, whatever family member's life, like it just, or even just stuff that you see on the news and stuff about, you know, like, and it's obviously sad. Like, I'm, don't get me wrong. Like it's very sad and everything, but you can't stress about it. Like there's nothing that you can do. Um, so for example, like if, if my husband um, comes home from work and he's in a grumpy mood because of whatever happened at work, I've made it a rule to leave that at home or leave that at work. I'm like, you're not going to come to the house with that energy and blame me for it you know, mm -hmm. or like take it out on me, you know? And so I've made that a rule in this house. And I think I'm just really good at separating work life balance. I know a lot of people struggle with it and you know, it, it makes sense. Like a lot of people do have to stress about their work because it's either one, their business or two, they're like a manager or their salary, whatever. But when you're, um, when you're coming into, back to your home and you're bringing that energy, like think about how that's going to affect the people in the house. Right. And so I also 
do that. I don't, I'm like, I, I'm like the people, like the problems at work, I can't do anything about them. So that's where my self-love comes in and I completely separate it. And you just learn to not stress about it. And you ask if they want to vent, then they can vent. Or if they need advice, you know, like schedule out of time, whatever we typically do it after work for like 30 or 40 minutes. And then after that, we don't talk about it. Um, and for me, it's just, it's, I grew up caring about what people thought and all, you know, about what they thought about me, or if I was doing things to please people. And finally, I've just come to the center of like my own identity. And I'm like, I don't like doing that. Like, I don't like having to worry about other people because it stresses me out. I'm like, so everybody's fighting their own demons and I cannot do anything about it. And that is not my problem. Like, I know that sounds really selfish, but I think when you stop taking things so personal, because I would take, I would take it personal when he would come home and like have, you know, this energy or this attitude. And I'd be like, how is it my fault? Like, what did I do? But it's not, it's, you know, it's something that he has to deal with. And I just have to be like, okay, well, like you deal with it while I, you know, hang out. So I think it's really important to have that within yourself, because if you don't, you're going to attract all of that energy, right. Of letting people, um, of letting people put weight on you that you don't need. So, and then it also just kind of, you know, it's a mental thing too. Cause then you're like worrying about the uh, worrying about it, but when you shouldn't be worrying about it. So that's just kind of my little take. <laughs> no, that makes sense because I feel like work can really influence a lot like of how you act and how you treat people. And cause just cause you had like a bad day, doesn't mean you have to, those people are not deserving of your like day. You know what I mean? So yeah. I truly feel like that, that is really important, especially be that person that you don't give that to your your other person because yeah because like that just messes up your mood like what if like hypothetically like what if your partner like you so like let's put it in mind like if I was to plan a, pr a pretty day and be like hey today is a Thursday and I had this planned out but then you come home with that energy like now it's kind of ruined the whole intention behind what I did and it's just kind of like okay, we all get stressed out about work. Work is work. And at the end of the day, like work does not pay you overtime to still talk about work. <laughs> and let me tell you that job or that work will replace you within a week or a month. So do not like your family deserves better than that. And I remember one time I read, I always say read, but it's more of like, I saw a reel on it, but, um, it was like this girl talking about her dad and how he said, I missed so many games. I missed so many recitals, so many concerts, you know, of my kids because I was so busy with work or with, I was so much more busier with important things that had came up with work, but I can't even remember what those things were about, but yet my kids are going to remember that I wasn't there and all that. And I was like, point, point proven, <laughs> like, yeah, don't, you know, like make sure you separate that because your family deserves better and practicing that self-love of making that boundary within your work and yourself is super super important no that's 100 true and I think also too like you can listen to them like if they had a rough day but don't let that like okay cool I'll listen to you but we need to wrap that up like let go of that I'm not worthy of yep. 
what's going on. I had something planned. Or even if you didn't have something planned, just you don't want to come home to a grumpy spouse. Like you don't want to come home to a bitchy spouse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't want to be in that situation where you're just like, their energy is now affecting your energy and no one should have power over how you feel like and you know what I mean I feel like you need to just control how you feel and how you act because we're all grown you know and if you're if you're the type that just like lets other people control your emotions and you're easily like I don't know influenced by what's going on like you need to like check like chill and then yeah. like like, I don't know. I like to me, I work in a stressful, like stressful environment. And sometimes I, I've learned to just let it be. Sometimes I'm just like, you know what? He's not worthy of what I'm going through. If I have a migraine, it's because this job gave it to me. He didn't give it to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I get that. So that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. So I think it's just super important to separate that. Um, what are some healthy habits that you include in like your self-love kind of routine or what you think healthy habits are in self-love? To me, it's more um, doing things that make me happy, that make me feel fulfilled. Um, so recently I started doing like skincare um, and then I could, you know, work on my skin. Um, I feel like prior to that, it was mostly like gym. And also the biggest one was letting go of like stress and like not always being available to everyone and anyone, <laughs> because I used to be that person that would always show up for you and put like sacrifice my time, my happiness to feel, pour into their cup. Now I'm just more like, I'm more selfish with my time and I've established those boundaries. Um, those are the habits that I've practiced the most. Obviously, like the other thing is like, I will um, go like out with like either myself or with like friends or my cousins or whatever, and just spend time with them or spend time on my own, you know? And also I feel like reading really does help. I feel like I've been reading a lot of things lately and I feel like it's just, it's just I like it because I feel like I'm just nurturing myself you know so that's yeah. something that I really do like even if it's not like a book like if I read like an article or if I read into something I'm one of those people that like to know a lot like I do a lot of research I'm just mm -hmm. like an encyclopedia of wisdom sometimes <laughs> but it works I just feel like that's what I do and I just remind myself that I'm the most important person in my life and you know obviously your partner is important but it should always you should come first you know what I mean yeah. oh I love that yes yeah, I, I feel like you can't be happy and you, you can't be happy if you're not happy like I feel like if you're not genuinely happy you're not gonna project that if you don't love yourself it's gonna show by insecurities you know what I mean so I yeah. feel like I feel like I've attracted really genuine people because I do things intentionally and I have genuine intentions so I feel like the universe has given given me like people that are genuine too you know what I mean mm -hmm. oh I love that yeah that's good um I have a few um I'm I keep looking at this because I keep looking at my yeah. notes but I have one two three four five I have five specific ones and you can chime in um because I know a lot of I know that you also do a lot of them um so my first one is like prioritize self-compassion. I think it is so important to not be so critical 
uh, to yourself and blame yourself for things that don't happen the way that you want them to happen. Um, that's also part of kind of letting go. Hi, what'd you say? <laughs> it was like me, dude. I got to do that more because <laughs> you know what I've been through. So, you know, <laughs> it's been rough out here. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's so hard and it's, it's easy to just, you know, say like, oh, like I messed up or, oh, I'm like, why did I do that? But it's like, you're human and you have to learn to practice that and just be like, you know what? It's okay. Like I can do it again. Or, um, let me try something different. And a lot, it's just really not being so critical. Um, the other day, I, so Jess and I do very different things at work. We work together. We work for the same company, but we do very different things. Yeah. Um, and I deal with a lot of, um, executive and like directors and a lot of like the building stuff. And with, uh, I get stressed out <laughs> because I don't like having to, I, okay, here, let me like reword that. Let me like, things will happen and, I'll feel bad because it was like, because of a meeting or whatever, but I know that it's not my fault and 90% of it is not my fault, but that's when I kind of have to take a step back and be like, okay, that didn't happen because of me. It happened because of this and that. And I have to just remind myself like, okay, that's, it takes me about five minutes to kind of get there, but it, it takes me a little bit, but then I'm like, okay, I'm good. Like, it is what it is. Like I can't change it. So that's something that I've been practicing at work a lot. Um, especially because I have PTSD from my previous job. So, and that's another thing is like, I talk about self-love and that I have all of it, you know, or that I have all this self-love, but I still struggle. Like there's days where I still really struggle and I still have to remind myself and put myself in the, in the way of, okay, how would I wait? How would I treat my little younger self? Would I yell at her for doing this? Or would I tell her, Hey, like, you know, it, it's okay. Like let's process these feelings and then let's just move on. And like, let's figure out a different way. I, I look back at my younger self a lot because my younger self went through a lot and I think she just deserved a lot of better, especially the way that I talked to her when I was younger. So it's more of reminding myself, how would I tell my younger self or, you know, how would I talk to her? So that's a lot of it. Um, and then, um, and to kind of piggy piggyback off of that, I went into the bathroom and I like looked in the mirror and I was like, I can do hard things. I can do hard things because sometimes adulting sucks. Adulting really sucks. And you have all these people that are around you that have 10, 20 years of plus experience and you're trying to kind of catch up and do certain things. Um, and I get overwhelmed. So I remember like, so I go into the bathroom. And I'm like, I'm like, I can do hard stuff. I can do hard stuff. Like I'm capable. And like, it might be um, a little cringe to people or it might be, you know, weird to people, but I, 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 ha I don't have that, you know, like nobody's like some lady at work is not going to come and tell me and you know, all this stuff. Like I have to tell myself that. So I think it's really important to just remind yourself. And if you have to look at yourself in the mirror, like that's totally okay. Is having those affirmations of I can do it and I'm capable I'm brave. I'm smart. You know, I have the patience. <laughs> so it's just little things like that, that I really try to practice, um, while I'm at work and also outside of work, outside of work, when I don't have motivation, 
of course, like I'm not going to want to go to the gym or I'm not going to want to do whatever takes me five minutes, but I'm like, you know what, just do it. I can do it. It's a lot easier said than done, but I can do it. So it's little things like that. Oh, that's do you have anything to say with that? <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. I've had to do that a lot lately because I've been like telling myself, like, don't be so hard on yourself. Like, it's not your fault. This happens and it's just life. And it's just like, you've been through so much. Like, you know, like I had a friend, a smart friend tell me, you got to give yourself grace, Jess. Stop being so hard on yourself, you know? So that was really good. I really needed to hear that at that time because I feel like I was just going through it. My emotions were through the roof. And I was just like, I gave myself anxiety over situations I couldn't control because I am an overthinker but I've learned to be better so um yeah so and that friend was was obviously Lola so um <laughs> just like you know you can realize like which friend because she always shouts them out no it was her um <laughs> yes so, it was me <laughs> yeah, and it's just it's rough you know so I definitely get that I feel like especially when you try new things and get out of your comfort zone and you're in a different space and you don't know what the heck you're doing. Um, you have to say like, okay, I have to trust the process. Like I'm going to get it. Like it's going to be okay. Like right now it's tough, but I got, I'm going to get through it. I've got through worse situations. Why not this one? So you got to keep saying like, I got this, I got this, you got this Jess. Like I got this yeah. little, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. and I think that's cool that you say that to yourself in the mirror, you take a step back and look at the situation. Like, I got this. I can do, you know, I can do hard things like how you said, you know. So I think that's really good that you do that because it's so much easier to just say, like, screw this, I give up. Like, I don't want to do it. Like, what's the point? It's just too hard. Like, imagine all those people that um gave up and now like if they if they would have gave up, they wouldn't have been successful. And I think that's something that we have to remember that in order to be happy, you have to go, you have to go till you have to like hit rock bottom or go through difficult things to get to the reward, you know, like, for example, like we fasted and oh yeah, we did fast this. (laughs) We got through it. And it's like, it's something that the normal person will not do because there's this just stigma that's just starving yourself. And why do that? And you're going to die and da, 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 da. But that's another conversation for another day. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's like, obviously, that's something that we did that was that we, you and I have never done for that long of a time. Mm-hmm. And look at us now, like, we're still yeah. here. And we are, we're still here. We out here, baby. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think that's really, I think that's really good that you mentioned that because who knows, like, what if people are like, what? I didn't even think of that, like beating yourself and like telling yourself it's going to be okay is, I think that's super super dope. Yeah. And that comes with overthinking, right? You overthink a lot. You, 80% of people overthink things and that's okay. It's okay to overthink, but at the same time, just remind yourself, like it's going to work out or it, what if it works out? What if it does everything turn out? Okay. What if, you know, it go towards the positive of it and be more optimistic of all the better things that are going to come out of it rather than the negative things. So I totally agree. And when you said, uh, what did you say? Oh gosh, I forgot. Never mind. <laughs> I like you said something and I was like, oh, I have to remember that. And it totally flew by. So that's just my ADHD kicking in. Um, so the next one, uh, well, kind of going into fasting. So Jess and I did fast for 72 hours and that kind of goes into my next topic, which is practicing gratitude for your body. So, uh, about 
was it two or three weeks ago? Um, I had some food and the next day I was so sick. I don't know what I ate or what it was that was in the food that made me sick, but I got really sick. And after that, I hadn't been feeling really good because I kept listening to my body. I was like, something is not right. And when you're in tune with your body and the things around you, you're like, okay, let me take a step back and see what I can do to, um, to help it. So, um, so with fasting, a lot of it comes with, you know, it's like a detox for your body, right? You're not eating anything aside water or you're not eating anything, but you're drinking water is all you're drinking and it regenerates your cells. And just, you can go into a little more detail because she's more on the medical stuff of it. Um, but after, and I fasted, fasted that way, but I also fasted for my like religion and I tried to pray a lot. I was trying to read my Bible. Um, and in the Bible, it says that fasting is probably like the strongest, uh, way of prayer. And so I definitely tried to involve the both because I was like, okay, I'm going to do this religiously. And then I'm also going to do it to listen to my body because something's up with my body. Like I was just, was not feeling good. And, uh, so we finished our fast two days ago and I felt so by the third day and that morning, I no by the fourth day, I felt really, really good. And it was almost like, yeah, my body had a reset and I was like, okay, I need to remind myself to eat healthier and not let, you know, so much processed food go into my body or have that negative energy come into my body. Cause I stayed away from everybody in those past three days. I didn't even go to like, um, I didn't go to a class one day. Um, and I just tried to stay in my little home, <laughs> but I think that was really important for me to make sure that I knew I could do it and know that I obviously one incapable and two that I'm doing it for my body and you guys can do all the research you want on fasting, but I thought it was amazing. Uh, but on, but anyways, <laughs> um, practicing with that, um, gratitude for your body, remembering, like I have two arms that work. I have two legs that work. I have a body that moves me from upstairs to downstairs, you know? So you have to remind yourself that you're able to move. So why not move your body? Like, don't just, you know, not take care of it because, um, as you get older, I've talked about this plenty of times, uh, as you get older, you lose that collagen. And I was starting to get really, really stiff. And I recently started yoga. And I tell you, when I tell you the flexibility that they do in there and the breathing and the patience that you have to have has taught me a lot to be more patient with my body. I'm like, okay, I know I need to practice this and I know that I need to be better about moving my body. So that's what I'm doing. I'm capable. I'm able to do it. So why not do it? So that's, that's part of my, um, practicing gratitude of your body. Do you have anything to add on to that? Yeah. So fasting, um, I did it more for like the health benefits. Um, I like that it's like anti-inflammation, like anti-inflammatory, and then it helps with like, obviously like this, like re regenerating cells helps with like, uh, insulin sensitivity and it helps with, um, just like your hormones. So that's something that I struggle with. So that's the reason I did it. Um, and I wanted to prove to myself that I was stronger than what I thought I was. Cause I feel like food is like something that we should look at more as like, 
we should be grateful to get to have food, not just to eat it just because we have it. <laughs> and I feel like being mindful of what you're putting into your body is super smart because if you just eat, like, think about it this way. If you're just feeding yourself processed foods all the time, your body's going to hate you. <laughs> like it's going to be inflamed. You're going to get sick. You're going to feel crappy. You're going to be in a bad mood. You're going to have crashes. Um, I feel like when you, you, when you feed yourself whole foods and learn how to eat balanced, your body's going to appreciate you way more. Oh, for um, sure. Cause I feel like there's so many things that are quote unquote healthy that are really not healthy. <laughs> um, I feel like so uh, one of my friends, she had me read the obesity code and that was something that had to do with like, um, just like the fad diets and people who like, they talk about processed foods and stuff. And uh, the friend who let me read it, she doesn't do, um, like, she doesn't drink like the protein shake. She doesn't like, like protein bars. She doesn't like the, the processed stuff of it. And I, I understand why. Um, so if you ever get the chance to read the book, it's pretty good. Um, she put me on another book that's called Fasting Like a Girl. Um, and I really want to read that book because she's told me like, you need to read this book. You just need to read it. And like, she'll give me tips and tricks about like what the book says. So I was like, you know what? I just need to buy this book. So I bought it. And I feel like um, it's so true that like women bodies are a completely different are so different from male bodies right and even just like as women like what works for me might not work for you what works for you might not work for me we I know we've talked about that in the past but with the whole fasting thing I feel like so for me um since I have fasted before and I know how to fast so like I'll eat between eight hours and I'll fast for 16 hours usually like my body's already kind of used to it but for someone who will eat three meals a day and they'll have snacks in between I feel like that's a little bit harder, but then you have to remind yourself, like, do you really need all those snacks? <laughs> do you really need all that extra food? And you have to just like when during the fast, like it's so much easier to just give up and not and just eat, you know, but you have to remind yourself, like, why am I doing this? And that's where you have to be like, you have to have purpose. You have to know your intentions. Like, what am I going to get out of this? You know, it's not like you're being like you have an eating disorder where you're like, I need to be skinny, I need to be skinny, you know what I mean? This is like for some, like, I feel like people think it's like an eating disorder when you fast and it's not. I feel like if people were more aware of like all the good things that it can actually do for you, people would do it. Because honestly, like I just, you know, I've had multiple bad experiences with doctors who just want to medicate you. They don't get to the root causes of your symptoms. And unfortunately, I'm still going through that and it's okay. I'm just taking it one step at a time. I'm trying to do like a more holistic ap approach instead of like, like a medical approach. So that's just my thought about fasting. Um, I feel like um, obviously like I have a friend, we have a friend that's very like, she's like the fasting guru and she gives me a lot of, you know, advice on it. And she's proven that it works that because she's lost more than 40 pounds just being committed and consistent and we're so happy for her because she looks great and um I mean everybody should be able to feel great whether it's not fasting it's just you have to do what works for you having a having like a routine a plan having um just like a just thinking about it like I'm doing I'm investing into myself for the greater good like you, like people are quick to invest their money in stocks. Why not invest it into yourself? You know what I mean? Because 
you only have one body. You might as well take care of it. Yes. You only have one body. Take care of it. I love that. Um, that is, yeah, that's, I, I don't know how to go on from that, but yeah, that's, we, we fasted and Jess definitely went into detail about it. Um, if you guys want us to kind of have an episode of just about fasting, let us know. We can definitely kind of go in more detail of our experience. Cause let me tell you, I am a type of person. I'm not like Jess who fasts the 16, eight. I eat every day, all day, morning to night. And I love food, but I think that definitely put my, um, it put me in a different perspective of how much my relationship with food it or like how I need to work on it. And so I think that's really important too, is food's just a mind, like hunger is just a mindset. And I mean, I, the temptations were everywhere. I mean, everywhere. And it's hard to say like, or it's hard to be like, no, I can't have that <clears throat> when you're starving and you know, you want something, but I just, you drink your water and it just feels good knowing that you're capable of doing it so if you guys want us to do an episode on that definitely let us know um yeah. and then I was gonna just mention that um well I don't know maybe even having the friend maybe we can even have her on the on the whole oh, yeah. fasting. Maybe, yeah. I, I know that she loves to spread awareness so maybe we could even get her on so if you guys think that we should bring her on so she can teach us the correct way because she's like yes (laughs) Yes. um, you guys are open to it like I'm down to do it if you are you know (laughs) I'm down if you're down so yes (laughs) (laughs) so let us know if you want us to do that um but my next topic kind of going back uh, to self-love is setting boundaries setting boundaries I am a very firm believer in boundaries I think you need to be firm with your boundaries Mm -hmm. um I think it's really important to identify the people that you hang out with and what they say to you, what they say about you, how they talk about you to others. Um, That includes with family too. We had our last episode be about toxic family members. And I, again, think I've, you know, I've had to create boundaries within my family. I've had to create boundaries within my significant others boundaries or significant others families. (laughs) Yeah. Does that, did I say that right? Yeah. Anyways. Um, and so, and I think that's where a lot of people, older people or the older generation have a hard time having those boundaries, uh, cause they're not used to it. Right. And so we don't talk to his, uh, his side of the family, but again, that's because we decided that our, feelings and we loved ourselves more. And like, I love this for my husband because he's definitely learned to love himself more and know that what he went through or how they were treating him was something that he definitely deserved way better. So, you know, just identifying those situations, family members, people around you, whatever, making sure that you're sane with when you're around them. Like you don't, I, I don't think it's fair that you have to put on this persona or act a different way to please somebody, uh, because of what might hurt their feelings or whatever. No, 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 no. And I'm not putting that in a selfish way either. I'm just saying, I'm not going to tippy toe around your feelings. That's yeah, not my problem. Like, yeah. Like, That's you not should, my problem. yeah, you shouldn't have to sacrifice your thoughts and opinions and emotions for other people. 
I exactly. feel like putting on a facade is so is so just it's so unnecessary and it's just it doesn't make you happy so why do it <laughs> yeah and I think it's communicating too like hey I don't like how you do this or hey you know, educate them. Like, I think it's okay to educate people. And I'm going to go back to a boss that I had, um, at two previous jobs that I worked with. Uh, she was my first real like female boss that I had. Cause I used to have just male, uh, mm-hmm. bosses and she was one of my first like female, almost same age, um, boss. And let me tell you, she taught me so much. Um, so all of, you know, my name, my real name is Paola. Um, and for the longest time growing up, going to school, uh, all the jobs that I had, I would always say Paula, right. But my name's not Paula, it's Paola. So it's in Spanish. And I remember her saying, uh, she's like, why do you tell people that it's Paola or that it's Paula? And I was like, I don't know. I just don't want people to stress or like worry about it. And she was like, you know, it's okay to educate people. It's okay to educate them and teach them how to say your name. And I, that stuck with me forever. And she was, she was a great boss, by the way. Like she was, she was really good. Um, But the job that I was working at, I wasn't making enough. So I wanted to move to a different job. But if it, if I had gotten an increase, I would have probably stayed there for another few years. But that's what I'm saying is, it's okay to educate people. And she taught me that. And I love that because I've taken that and that this was like almost four years, three years ago. And so I've taken that with me everywhere I go. I, I don't say my name as Paula anymore. I say it's Paola. Mm -hmm. And if people struggle with it, I kind of help them pronounce it. And I'm like, Oh, it's Paola. It's like Paola. It's not Paula. Paola. It has an O in there. (laughs) And so I think it's, you know, okay to educate people with that type of stuff or educate people about your boundaries that you have as well. And Jess and I, the first time we like started texting and stuff, we set boundaries with each other. And I think that's really what built this friendship too, is, you know, having that communication and willing to be that person to respect those boundaries too. So just like how I respect other people's boundaries, I respect my own boundaries. I respect, you know, everything that revolves around boundaries. Sometimes I tippy toe, uh, on them, especially with my husband, but I'm learning, I'm growing. And that's honestly how you have to look at it. So I think setting boundaries is such a great way to have a good, healthy, friendship, relationship, self-relationships most especially because you can't let people say things to you or walk on um, or walk. Yeah. Or think that they have to walk on eggshells with you. Like, no, like nobody has to walk on eggshells with me. I, and um, another thing that this uh, boss taught me is I have my, my poker face is not, I don't have the best poker face. I'm very, you can tell how I'm feeling, but that's, and she would always be like, why are you, why do you, she's like, why are you making that face? Or why are you doing that? And it taught me to not be afraid to have my opinion heard as well. So just remember that don't try to think that you're pleasing somebody else. It's more of like, just let them know your opinion. And if they get offensive or, uh, or, refl- or what is it? Um, reflect or whatever think and kind of gaslighting you into thinking that you're the jerk don't put don't do that just 
don't take it that way. Just say like, I'm just trying to like teach you or show you how I feel about, you know, whatever, whatever. So me love setting boundaries. <laughs> no, I feel the same way. I, I, I'm one of those people that like to communicate my feelings and be like, okay, so this situation made me feel like this, the way you said this or the way like, and then I, I always ask like, is this what you meant? Because this is how I'm, I'm receiving it. Cause sometimes mm-hmm. we're human, we can misinterpret things and yeah. someone could say something. And sometimes um, like I have friends and I've had like partners that were not effective communicators. So they wouldn't communicate with me in the right way or they would say the wrong things that I thought were wrong. Right. Cause that was their opinion. And then I would ask like, okay, you, that sounded kind of fucked up. Like, why would you say that? You know? And then I asked them like, okay, what do you mean? And then I would, you know, like, kind of like, um, like deconstruct everything, you know, and be like, okay, now I get where you're coming from. So you also have to just take a step back and be like, does that sound crazy? Or is it actually crazy? You know what I mean? And don't, I don't know. I, this is like, maybe, something that that I just have like an issue with I don't like when you're talking to someone about a situation that you're going through or that you're talking about that they like let's say for example like this person made you feel this way because of xy reason right and then they're like well you did that too like you know the whole gaslighting thing I I don't I that's something (laughs) that is like triggering for me it's just like this is not about you. This is about me and how you made me feel. Now let's talk about it because this situation wouldn't have happened if you weren't a factor in it, right? So it's kind of like, don't be the person to say, well, you did this, like take your accountability in the situation as well as I'm communicating my emotions. And maybe I messed up and that's why you reacted that way. But at the same time, effective communication is part of, is a good boundary to have because you can't let people manipulate your feelings. You can't let people gaslight you. You can't let people have power over your feelings. Like if you feel sad because of how someone made you feel based on their actions, but they didn't mm-hmm. mean you, you should be able to be like, hey, you made me feel like this. Was that your intention? Or am I just misinterpreting it? You know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like for me, that's happened a lot because I've had to be very patient with friends or even like my partner where I'm just like, hey, like, I, I'm like, I hope that the way you're talking to me, like, or I'll be like, I'm not deserving of how you talk to me. Or just because you had a rough day at work doesn't mean that I'm deserving of your emotions. Like, I have nothing to do with that. Why should I have to, why should I have be, be part of that negativity? You know what I mean? I think that's like the biggest boundary you have to establish, like, at least for me is communicating how you feel and then talking about the situation because I'm one to like I want to deconstruct it I want to make sure that we're both understanding each other and I feel like you and I have had those conversations multiple times and I like that you asked are you venting or are you asking for advice because sometimes I just need a freaking vent and sometimes I'm like you know what give me both because I need I need both of them (laughs) (laughs) it's so true um well to kind of piggy off of what you said about them bringing up stuff that you've done um one thing that I tell um my husband is I'm like 
if I bring something up to him and he starts saying things about what I did or whatever, I'm like, no, 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 you do not get to do that to me because you had your opportunity. You had the opportunity to bring it up to me, but you did. You didn't. Mm -hmm. I'm bringing up this now. So you have to. So let me communicate how I feel about this, but it's not okay for you to throw things in my face when you already had the chance. So remember that when you're communicating with people is if they bring up stuff saying none, like it is, you had your opportunity and you didn't do anything. I'm now bringing it up because of the way it makes me feel or uh, whatever. So it's really important to hold your ground. Yeah, no, for sure. I love that. Me and Jess have, like we practice what we preach. We definitely try to be better, you know, like she's growing, I'm growing, I'm learning how I need to communicate to her and vice versa. And it's really important, again, to talk about those boundaries to communicate like, hey, are you feeling okay? Like even today, <laughs> she said something to me today. And I was like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, well, your uh, what did I say? Your energy says different or something like You're that. Like, she was like, literally like your energy shows different, but okay, LOL. And I was like, okay. I'm no, I said, I'll take your word for it. LOL. Yeah. yeah. And then I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, hold on a minute. I'm a little busy. <laughs> and so that's what I'm saying. It's she was busy and I didn't know that. And um, so it's just making sure you have that communication is really important. Um, and so setting boundaries. Love that for us. Everybody should do it. I think it's really important. Um, the next one is the next topic I'm going to go into is get to know yourself. I love getting to know myself because it's almost reliving my teenager area phase where there's things that I liked but was too embarrassed to admit because of school or people specifically girls <laughs> um would be mean to me right or I'd get bullied for certain things um and so I would hide myself a lot and now that I'm an adult I'm like who cares <laughs> I'm like I don't care like I like what I like um I'm not gonna uh whatever um there's a lot of what is it like you know how there was the soft girl era look and now it's like mom or what is it mob era or whatever mm -hmm. yeah I'm like nah I'm like I just want to be a soft girl. <laughs> I'm like I don't like like not that I don't like it I'm like but if I dress up as a mob or yeah that mob look or whatever I will look like a Latina or like a chola and sometimes it ain't it ain't the vibe or a drug dealer's wife it ain't the vibe sometimes and so a lot of the <laughs> a lot of those trends don't go with you that's okay it's okay to stick to a trend skinny jeans my favorite I love skinny jeans mm -hmm. but I love also flare pants now but I was bullied in school because I would wear big flare pants and now I get to wear them and I'll give a crap of what everybody thinks. Yeah. So it's okay to relive those um, outfits or relive that makeup, whatever you want to do, right? Like it's, it's your life. You can do whatever you want with it, but um, uh, you have to just embrace your uniqueness and your authenticity to be able to really say, okay, I have, and be centered with yourself and say, I know my identity and I, I know that I'm valuable and that I'm worth it. So celebrating the small wins, um, celebrating the big wins, right? Taking yourself out on dates. A lot of the times 
my husband and I don't agree on food. And so what I do is once a month, I'll take myself out on a date and I'll watch a movie that he doesn't want to watch with me or go to a restaurant that he doesn't want to go with me. And that's okay because guess what? You're doing that because you want to go and you like it. And it's good to spend that time alone because you really truly get to sit there and sit with yourself. So I think it's really important to get to know yourself and even, you know, engaging in new activities. Um, I did yoga. I've been telling Jess that I've just tried yoga. I've been doing, I think I've gone to like four classes now. And let me tell you, and I mentioned it earlier, but I love it. And I do my dance class. I love weightlifting. Um, And I also realized that I like shopping a lot, but I mean, I think I've always known that, (laughs) but, um, but I like just taking my time and learning, for example, I'm trying to figure out my wardrobe right now because I can't stand my closet. So I'm trying to figure things out and see what I can kind of play with. And again, that's knowing, getting to know myself more because I'm like, okay, I like this or I don't like this or, oh, this looks really good on me, but this probably doesn't look good. Trying new hairstyles. Oh, I like this because like this hairstyle is new and I barely just tried it out because I got bangs. Um, sorry, y'all. I promise we're going to put videos on YouTube, but, um, and I just really like the bangs. And so I thought it was really cute. Um, it also makes me look really younger. People at work think I'm like 22, 23 and I'm, I'm all for it, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's just getting to know yourself and not comparing myself to what other people are doing. Don't compare to, you know, what is that saying? Um, the grass is greener on the other side, but it's greener when you water your, yourself or whatever it was. Yeah. Thing. Is it? yeah. So I think it's really important to not compare yourselves to others because everybody is so different. You are you. And that's what makes it powerful. So honestly, you, you ain't never laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I believe that because me, I'm like, I think I'm like completely the opposite of you. I'm more like tomboyish, but I'm like tomboy, like, glam like I'm the type to wear like the baggy t-shirts with sweats you know I'm the type to wear the graphic tees the baseball caps like but then I do have my really girly moments but I also enjoy a lot of like the like I have like a ton of Winnie the Pooh things and people are always like I can't believe you still like all that stuff and I'm just like oh yeah I love that stuff so what like I don't care (laughs) and then I'm gets part of me or like I really like um I really like Buttercup from the from the Powerpuff Girls, you know, and people are like, dude, every time I see Buttercup, I think of you or Winnie the Pooh, I think of you. And I'm just like, thanks, friend. But um, <laughs> but it's just like, that's who I am. And I've learned to be like, like for me, I do the things that a lot of people don't do. Like I enjoy cooking. Some people dread cooking like they don't want to cook, but I love it because I have a passion for it. And I'm one of those people that are just like, Food to me can be like, it's the same thing with like coffee. Like you can make coffee in so many different ways and it just, there is so universal, you know, like you can put it in any which way and it's good. And I don't know. I feel like, I think it's, I think you're a hundred percent right when it comes to do the things that make you happy. And even if like you do them alone, it's okay. I do a lot of things like I'll cook on my own. Um, I'll just, I'll just do things that truly make me happy and and I'm okay with that you know and me I like to skincare like I'm working on it and I will take 30 40 minutes doing it but I'm happy while I'm doing it you know or like 
I liked, I used to play around with makeup a lot. Like I would do like the cut creases, I would do all these shadows and I kind of grew out of that phase. And I'm just like a more like simple, like simple is better for me, but I'm just like, it's, I'm okay with it. Like, I know that if I wanted to try something different, I'm not trying to be somebody else. Like I'm not trying to wear something just so I can be trendy. You know, I'm going to go with how I feel. If my, if like, I'm going to be a pulling a Paula and wearing a, a hoodie with some leather pants, I'm down. And I'm going to be wearing, <laughs> I'm going to be wearing like a baseball cap with like, I don't know, a dress and some sneakers. Like, I don't know. And that might be the vibe. It's just be you. It's okay. There's only it's one. It's okay of to try different things. Yeah. I think it's really important to play with what you were interested in as a kid because you're healing your inner child. You're, um, I think I've, I don't know if I told you or if I said it um, in the podcast, but I'm like, I look at myself and if my 13 year old says, yes, that looks good. Then I roll with it. And if she says, uh, I'm like, I change. So just remember that it's about how you feel and how it makes you feel confident and just making yourself happy. Rem remember, romanticizing your life. It's super, super important. You know, what, you know what I wanted to talk about? I don't know. So obviously I've been, I've been on my weight loss journey for a minute, right? But before I got with my current partner, I was not the type to wear dresses. And like now I wear dresses like here and there. Like I, I do it to get out of my comfort zone. But it's because I also feel like there's dresses that do pump up at me. You know, I'm not going to wear like the super tight one because I don't want to look crazy but I want to do mm. stuff that makes you feel good but mm. I have given myself the opportunity to try more feminine clothes like I have girly things I mean they're not colorful because I'm more of like a black neutrals kind of girl but I've given myself the opportunity where I'm just like you know what let's try on the dress let's put on the heels like put the sneakers away let's let the heels you know and yeah and so it's like just because like maybe you're not 100% happy with your body. Like if you're on a weight loss journey, like how I am and how Paula is, um, like do it. Like just because you are not 100% happy with how you look, give yourself the opportunity to try something that you've never tried before. Like it's okay to wear a dress. And then just think about it. Like if you don't like the way it fits you right now, that should be motivation to make you feel like, in a couple months, it might fit me better. I might love the, I might, I might end up loving this dress. This might be my favorite dress, you know? So just allow yourself to try new things. Even if you feel like right now you look crazy, you're gonna, you're gonna be like, dang, at least I tried it. And now I can try other things. You know what I mean? Just open up your mind. That uh, reminds me into my last um, bulletin that I have. Um, compliment yourself. Mm -hmm. It is so important to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, okay, sister, like you're looking good. F don't fish for the compliments, get those compliments from yourself. It's just pouring into your own cup and telling yourself like, I am beautiful and I am beautiful, whatever I wear and whatever I look or however I look and however I do decide to do my hair that day. It is so important to give yourself that compliment. I always, um, for the longest time in my relationship, I was very, I'd get mad when he didn't compliment me or didn't do that, you know, and it's not that he didn't think I was beautiful or anything. It's just like, he already knew that he thought that it was like, Oh, like she already knows that I, I know she's gorgeous and that I love her. You know, I mean, I could also be wearing like a messy bun and a very like Adam Sandler type of vibe. And he'll be like, so we 
you know, but even then I still have to remind myself like, dang, like I look good and I'm doing it for myself. I also do it partly for him, but I do it for myself because I like to wake up and I like to get ready and know that I'm, that I can pull anything off. So just remind yourself to give those compliments and no matter the case, like if you were looking like Adam Sandler, you still look hot, babe. You still look good. So good, good points there. Um, the last topic that I have is building self-care routines. And I love that you said that your skincare routine. So I think it's important. So the reason why I think it's important to build those self-care routines is because it builds those healthy habits that you have within yourself. Right. And so one thing that I've really made it a commitment is never falling asleep with makeup on. It gets on my pillow. It gets in my skin. It'll, you know, give me zits. So it is for me, it's really important to always, always wash my face. Even if I'm completely tired and I've had the longest day. I will still go into my bath or my bathroom and wash my face because I cannot stand sleeping with my makeup. Now that I've made it a habit, I, I can't not do it. So it's really important to uh, stick with that. And then, you know, just making, cause it's like my relaxed time. It's my me time that I get a wind down from the day. I get to remove that. I normally take a shower at night. So I remove all that energy from the day, right? And I wash it off and I get into some comfy PJs. And I've also made it a routine to get comfy PJs. I only sleep in silk or like the softer material. And again, it's because I like sleeping in that. And it makes me, it, it's almost like I'm just doing it for myself, right? And I'm pampering myself. So I think it's really important to have those routines. And then um, I also kind of, I don't wash my hair every day, but I I schedule it out in my planner. Um, I'll be like, okay, I'm working out these three days or my workout schedules this way. So I need to accommodate for my hair schedule, this and this and that. So it's really important to have those healthy um, habits because you're doing it for your body, right? You're doing it for the way that you look. And I also feel like it's just a self-respect kind of thing of taking care of yourself that way too, you know, cause not, you're not going to have somebody come and do it for you. You have to do it for yourself. So you're nurturing yourself, um, but you know, your body, your, um, your mental health, you know, just kind of letting all of that go at night. So that's why I really think routines are, are healthy habits or routines are really important. So that's my healthy routine. <laughs> Yeah, mine just kind of revolves around like my skincare, um, taking my vitamins, drinking enough water, um, like trying to do balanced meals. Um, I'm super OCD, so I have to plan my my week and I have like a, a whiteboard and I, I put myself like calendars and stuff because I I organize my time and I like to hold myself accountable because like if I skip my my morning vitamins, now I have to take them with my lunch vitamins. I'm like, oh my god, I can't do this. So I have to make sure I'm accountable. But yeah, no, um, I agree 100%. You have to have a routine, but then you end up just doing it subconsciously. You're like, okay, I do this every night. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. But if you hold yourself accountable, you're you're setting yourself up for success because you're just yes. like, yeah, you're just like, you know what? 
I did this today even if like you didn't wear makeup wash your face like you you still have stuff on your face even if you didn't do you know all that dirt yeah all that dirt that gets on your face from work or when you touch your face or or when you put things on your face right I don't like people touching my face and everybody knows that so I think it's really important that you said that yes sorry keep going (laughs) no you're good but yeah that's basically it I just my routine is super simple like I wake up really early in the morning and then I do my skincare and then um I just go to work and then I try to like sometimes I'll skip breakfast sometimes I won't it just depends on how hungry I am or when's the last time I fasted and then I just keep myself in that routine because it keeps me sane it makes me feel good um just working on myself so I really made it a year to focus on myself last year was brutal and this year is going to be like like I feel like last year prepared me for this year so we're good so yeah I mean we're early on in the year maybe in December we'll reflect and I'll be in a better situation you'll be in a better situation I'm not saying she's in a bad situation I'm just saying the growth will be there because we're we're just growing and glowing together so we're evolving yes (laughs) um but I mean I think that kind of wraps it up and I hope that this helped you guys you know, hopefully going into Valentine's days for, or Valentine's day for all of your single people, it's okay. Take yourself on a date, buy yourself flowers, like Miley Cyrus, um, song flowers. I love that song. Um, but just, you know, buy yourself whatever, like if you can afford it, buy it for yourself, let yourself be, um, treated the way that you would want to be treated. And I think that's how you'll attract the people that you want in your life. Um, that'll also help you attract a partner. I think it's really important that your partner sees the respect that you have for yourself and, um, and learns from that. Right. And, and, um, learns how to love you and learns how you like things. So patience, all of that. So I love that, but, um, we're excited to do this series for this whole month. Um, next week we have a really good juicy episode and if you guys want more tips and tricks on self-love let us know we love sharing them I love sharing them I think self-love is so so important and yeah do you have anything Jess um no I think she's like she went right into the right thing that I was gonna say we're gonna talk about so many different things this whole month and you guys have to be on it with us on the ride with us because honestly it's gonna get pretty freaking good <laughs> we're gonna be talking about the moments. we're gonna be talking about the past little trauma we've been through bad relationships or whatever and then we're gonna give you guys ideas about valentine's day plans like obviously the do's and don'ts are like are, i probably like are i think for me it'll be like the most favorite thing um this but- was my favorite if you guys can't tell <laughs> um yeah because I feel like a lot of and like we have male listeners too and I feel like they struggle knowing what their woman wants like if they want flowers how to plan a a cute date or something so we're going to be giving tips about that but also what not to do um so (laughs) it's gonna be I feel like it's gonna be a great episode um so just plan for that and then if you have any um ideas 
or any thoughts or any experiences like if someone proposed to you or if someone did this for you or we want to know you know we're we're, we want to know everything but um, I also want to know y'all's ex because it's such a big thing and I don't feel like I have a lot of ex I think I've been in a relationship for so long that I don't like it doesn't you know but I want to know everybody's ex because I see them on social media and I'm like man this dude's just breathing like what so let me know y'all's ex because I'm curious <laughs> same yeah but now we'll get into it and um hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode it meant a lot to us and we just want you guys to love yourselves so much more and you're so yes. worthy of being loved you're so worthy of all good things but you have to remember you have to love yourself first in order to be worthy of all those good things yes All right. See you guys. Bye.